Welcome to Sew and Tell, where sewists from fashion theater and indie sewing bring their different perspectives to the hottest topics in the sewing community. I'm Meg Healy. I'm Amanda Carestio. And I'm Kate Zeinard. We are so excited about our episode today because it is officially our 50th episode. Woohoo! Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to talk about what we loved about our first 49 episodes and how the podcast has changed us over the past two years. And then, of course, we'll play some of our favorite games. We'll each share a little something in our Sojo segment. Then we'll ask you to share something, too. But before we get, begin, how are you all feeling about 50 episodes? I feel amazing about 50 episodes, but also like it just continues to surprise me that we have so much to say about sewing. I know. (laughs) I mean, we have talked about so many, I mean, we've talked about some big picture topics. We've talked about some really niche topics, Mm -hmm. but I feel like we, I could go on forever. Like we, our list of potential next episodes is like so long and I don't know, it's just, it's surprising and not surprising but also makes me really happy yeah you know when we first started this whole thing I was I kept thinking you know I want this to go on a long time I want to keep doing this for a while but how are we ever going to come up with stuff to talk about and even now you know we come up with like the most basic idea prints for example, and then you were like, okay, what do we say about this? And by the time we're done recording, we're like, well, that went over our expected time. Right. (laughs) It's amazing how much. (laughs) Yeah. Like I couldn't even count on like one hand, like episode, like I forget, like not all like forget them, but I was like, what did we talk about? (laughs) But then like, I, you know, something sparks my memory and I'm like, oh yeah, we did mention that on the pod or something. But yeah, I can't believe it's been 50 episodes. It's, it's crazy, crazy good. Yeah. All right. So let's jump in to our first topic, which is really just kind of more of this. Um, (laughs) (laughs) As we just said, I'm not sure any of us believe that we would actually be able to talk about sewing topics for 50 episodes, but Here we are, and we've got more Mm -hmm. coming up. So we thought we'd celebrate this milestone by looking back at the past couple of years. And the first thing we're going to do is go back all the way to the first episode, to a segment where we answered some questions to help our listeners get to know us. So here we are in our very first episode. Carrying along with getting to know us, we are going to play a fun little game, and please feel free to play along. These are important life questions we're going to address here, um, and we're just we're just going to go around and each take a turn. Um, the first question is, ladies, are you ready? I'm ready. What is your sewing superpower? Ooh. Meg, you want to go first? Sure. Mine is definitely speed. I am a speedy speedy sewer. I don't think as speedy as Amanda here. I'm hoping I'm not <laughs> we don't have dueling superpowers. It's a sew off. <laughs> it's a sew off, but um I'm pretty fast at sewing. Usually people are astounded by they drop off an alteration and they're just sitting on the couch and I'm like, it's done. And they're like, wow. So I like to say speed. Yeah. Speed. It's a good one. What about you, Kate? Okay. So this is a little weird, but my sewing superpower is that I'm strangely better at stuff when I'm in odd situations. And what I'm thinking of specifically is one time I was uh, filming a sew along 
and I had to understitch a uh, collar and I was I had to stand off to the side of the machine because the camera was over my shoulder and I was um, standing, which I never sew standing. So it was very strange. And somehow this was the best understitching I have ever done in my life. So mm. you put me in a weird and uncomfortable situation where I shouldn't be able to sew well. And all of a sudden I can. So there you go. That's my sewing superpower. Oh, I usually crack under skill. the pressure and that's where I make all my mistakes <laughs> usually. <laughs> that's awesome though. Okay. That's <laughs> what I was expecting. And then I, and then I finished sewing and I'm like, Man, that was good. <laughs> Magic. <laughs> How about you, Amanda? Mine is definitely that I am an excellent guesstimator of lengths under 36 inches. Oh my, my god. My husband always tries to outguess me and I always win. I was I'm trying to think of a way to turn it into, you know, a game at the bar and I would just always I was I would win champion every time. I'm deadly under 36 inches. Nice. That's Wow, that came out of left field, but I love it. I wish I had a little bit of that. I miss like ruler over here. I would, if I didn't have a ruler, I would go crazy. So that's yeah. so cool. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty good at guesstimating, but I can only do it up to about two inches. Yeah, so two inches. I'm yeah. very impressed. <laughs> very I'll, I'll, sh- I'll show it off sometime, you guys. Um, next up, super fun. And also probably the question that I thought hardest about what is your sewing mascot? Kate, take it away. All right. Well, you guys are going to laugh at me. I tried really hard to come up with something other than this. But of course, my sewing mascot is a cat. And that is because I am kind of a lazy sewer. And I like to take a lot of naps. But then when something actually catches my attention and uh, really inspires me, then I'm actually very effective and very focused, just like a cat when they see something they want to hunt. So I am going to go with cat being my sewing mascot. I love it. Thank you. (laughs) Um, For me, I thought I'm just reading it now again. And when I originally read it, I thought it said, who is your sewing mascot? And I obviously wrote Bunny because he's just always around. And then literally just now, it's now, what is your sewing mascot? And I think I'm just going to keep with Bunny because, you know, it's (laughs) funny. You know, the Energizer Bunny, keep on going, keep on going. So... I'm glad that it still fits. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> Me too. Wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, I thought about this so hard. I even asked my husband. Um, and then Kate had a really great suggestion, and that is a B, because oh. I am always super busy, and I'm always super excited about something, buzzing around. Um, super industrious. And super industrious. So I think it's a good fit. Oh, that's so that's so fitting. Love it. <laughs> I know, right? And once Amanda stings ya, you know, no, I'm just exactly. Exactly. deadly, <laughs> deadly there. All right, you guys, you can only pick one, not really, but if you had to, what is your sewing motto? I, I'll kick us off. I, it's not a traditional motto, but it's something that I've kind of started to think about more and more, just changing the language that I use when I think about and speak about my sewing, but I'm starting to use this different terminology, and when I refer to sewing now, I think of it as my sewing practice, and that little change has been um, kind of instrumental in me, like, thinking about how sewing feeds my soul and my creative spirit, and, you know, that it has a deeper meaning for me, kind of in the way that yoga does. It's kind of focused more on the process rather than the end result, and kind of acknowledging that they're really isn't an end it's just endless practice and I don't know it's really working for me 
nice. I like it. What about you, Kate? Oh, well, my sewing motto is a little bit less philosophical, but maybe it's exactly <laughs> as philosophical in its own way. My sewing motto is nobody but you is ever going to notice that flaw. Because that is, something, that is something I really struggle with. I'm a bit of a perfectionist, and I will sit here and I will stare at the little things I didn't get right and the weird places where there's a thread wrong or I'm slightly crooked, and I will obsess over it, and I will point it out to everybody who sees the thing that I made, and I just have to learn that most people just look at what you made and they're like, well, it's cool that you made that, and they don't care about the flaws mm -hmm. or notice them. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's my sewing that's my sewing motto. I need to always well, keep in mind. Well, next time I see you, Kate, I'm going to be looking for them just so you justify. Oh, no, I'm just it. joking. I won't do that. <laughs> no, I Ouch. mean if you if you take a close look at anything you've ever <laughs> no, bought, I, know. I mean, oh, yeah. totally. it has tons of flaws. So oh, why know. why hold yourself to a higher standard? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. How about you, Meg? What's your sewing motto? So mine is taking a page from Tim Gunn and it's make it work because I have never had a sewing project midway, you know, thing, something's happened. It just took a turn for the worse. I put it on. I'm like, oh my gosh, I literally, I, I make it work. I put a little extra something on it, make a belt, do this. If I cut it open with my serger by accident, I, I, you know, hide it. And so I truly do just make it work. And all, like usually once I do that little thing that makes it work, I like it better than what I was originally planning. Sometimes it's kind a kind of a, a happy mistake when you make a mistake and you actually like it better. So make it work. All right. That was a lot of fun to listen to. I don't know if you guys enjoyed it, but <sighs> I was like... Wow, we sounded so good and professional. I thought we'd sound shaky and nervous. I thought the same thing. I was like, I thought for sure I would listen to that first episode and just reminisce about how much I've grown. But I feel like <laughs> like we we were already having fun. And I also feel like we were already gelling together as a group. Oh, totally. So, well, yeah. I thought that was something that had developed um, over the years. And I'm sure it has. But right. I, I was really surprised by how by how smooth that one yeah. came yeah. off. Well, just a little beside, behind the scenes secret for our listeners. If you guys recall, we actually did a couple of test episodes before we recorded mm -hmm. that final episode. So, you know, episodes that never saw the light of day and I don't think ever will. Um, and they maybe maybe for 100. We'll see. But uh, yeah. I think that helped us a lot get to that point where we were able to to sit down and, and just work together yeah no mm -hmm. there's I always find it's just I when I listen to do who it back I'm like oh yeah I'm still as cringy to sound as what I remember <laughs> and now there's something about just listening like I don't mind watching myself but sometimes when I listen back to the episodes like it's just like ah I know it is it is hard it's, to listen to it your is own hard to listen to yourself you know it's the funny thing it's the opposite for me like I have gotten used oh, really? to listening to my own voice um, I, I just, I don't even think about it anymore. And what, when I have to watch myself on video, I'm just like, Oh, cringe, cringe, cringe. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> All right. So here's my first question for you guys. So we just listened to those three getting to know you questions. So have any of those answers changed for you? As a reminder, it was, what is your sewing superpower? What is your sewing mascot and what is your sewing motto? So any changes or is it all just still completely accurate? 
You know, I think my um my sewing mascot before was a bee, and I mm-hmm. think that I I'm still feeling that, but I think I want to shift to hummingbird. Ooh. So I'm just going to go ahead and claim that. Um, For just half a second there, um, Amanda, I thought you were going to claim a murder hornet. And I was like, (gasps) and then you didn't. So. No. Yeah, Um, murder hornet. I mean, it's good to have goals, though. Maybe next year I can get to murder hornet level. (laughs) That's what I'm shooting for. I was thinking about my, I was, I did not remember at all what I said my sewing motto was. And so it was really surprising to go back and listen to that. And I was like, dang, like sewing practice, so crunchy. Um, But I still love it. I love it so much. I still do. Um, I don't know that I feel so scattered right now that I don't feel like there's one single motto to really sum up my experience and perspective. Um, But I really do. That one still resonates with me. Good. How about you, Meg? Everything still work for you? Yeah, they all, um, they're all the same. I'm, my sewing superpower is still speed. Uh, I almost finished a full dress just this morning. So that was fun. (laughs) And it even had like, um, I even like double turned some of the seams, you know, the edge of the facing, I even like pressed it in. It wasn't just the certain. So I made extra special details to it, which is always kind of nice when you're like, maybe I will do a little French seam here. Exactly. And stuff. It, but mm-hmm. when you're, I think, yeah, cause it, it's this gorgeous silk. And so it just feels so good in my hand. It's like, it deserves to have a double turn. Like, it's, <laughs> I don't know. So I yeah, need to I be just, selling I, this a little longer, a little longer. Exactly. But still I, I, um, I think I'll finish it after this and I, you know, banked on tomorrow to, to finish it. Uh, but I think I'll finish it today. So speedy here I am. (laughs) And then my sewing mascot is obviously never changed. Uh, it's a bunny and you know, the energizer bunny keep going. And I always have a bunny near one down. I'm down one bunny, but I still have bubbly who is the most speedy bunny we've had. He is. Is he fast? Not the zoomy. He is so fast. Bunnies does, get zoomies. I did not know zoom, that. Oh, they get zoomies. I, I think the smaller that. bunnies do. Like he's a bit smaller than but mm-hmm. what but um bunny and burry were. So he is super fast. Um, and he likes to chew my serger foot. There's like this cork on it, and so I've had to peel it all so he doesn't eat it. And so he's like a little like. I don't know. Anyways, so yeah, that hasn't changed. <laughs> but and then make it work is my motto. And uh I think it's just yeah, evolved and I think I've made my works even even better, you know, with filming style revive mm-hmm. when I'm sometimes even when I'm halfway through filming, because they are, you know, upcycled projects. I do something and I say, Julian, cut the camera. I'm like, I, I totally just wrecked it. <laughs> and I was like, I need to think of something to fix it. <laughs> and then yeah, so nothing's changed for me. Awesome. How about you, Kate? <laughs> um, I I am still a somewhat lazy sewer with laser focus when something gets my attention. So I'm sticking with a cat. Oh, yeah. And I don't think I'll ever give up on the motto that's basically nobody's ever going to notice that flaw. Just oh, don't, don't yeah. obsess over it. Um, I don't know about my sewing superpower. I don't, I don't feel like I've really had much experience with that. Uh, with that being able to sew better in weird situations. 
um, in the past couple of years, um, it's not really resonating with me anymore, but I can't think of any other sewing superpower that I have. <laughs> so uh, maybe you guys give me a, a, an idea or don't, whatever, it's fine. I don't know, Kate. I get to sew with you on camera and see you in action, and I still feel like you're pretty you're pretty darn skilled when it comes to being on camera. I yeah. completely freak out, but you I don't know, you either do a really good job of um of keeping your cool and you're just um nervous inside. I, I, I don't know what it is, but I feel like it's still very much a skill. Mm-hmm. And your accuracy too. Like I always find a bit less act because you you know if we work with sponsors or stuff, there the logo needs to be so the sewing machine is tur- so you are in a very strange like not your usual mm-hmm. sewing position like you're not like face oh you're standing and like one arm is and you can't get this hand in the shot to help guy because it blocks the camera right. so there's so many but you so you are still so accurate at like it's like a weird position you have to sew <laughs> on camera in. All right. I guess I still retain I my sewing superpowers. I just don't it. notice it yeah. anymore because I'm just so good at it. Um, I, yeah, personally. I think that definitely that's still yours. <laughs> I would um, say that in in regards to superpowers, I'm still really good at guessing small distances um, under a yard. But I also feel like in the last couple of years, I don't know, I've whenever the um i feel like my my tetris skills have gotten really strong Ooh. like getting you know going way under the recommended fabric amount oh, for patterns that is so um, funny yeah that, cuz i don't know i don't know if i've just like bought fabric and then decided what i was going to make with it more recently and had to make it work or what i don't know it's definitely um it's, I feel like I've been doing it a lot lately, like cutting it really close. Oh, that yeah. That is a superpower I would like to have. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Tetris. Tetris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, yeah. I'm not that good at it. I just have to, things just get short. I, I'm just like, well, oh, well, I, well, yeah. <laughs> I do some of that too. Mm. <laughs> uh, but then it feels right. really good when you, cut it out and you have the time like you don't have like a weird scrap left over you're like it just mm-hmm. totally clears out it goes away fabric exactly. it, it just goes away and that's always a really good feeling too it is you're right. it definitely is and see I'm more likely to have like a third of a yard left over and save it and be like I can do something with this and yeah. I can't but I save it anyway <laughs> just in case someday yeah. someday I'm gonna make the weirdest patchwork thing you've ever seen in your life <laughs> oh it's gonna be great All right. Well, let's talk about our uh, past episodes. I want to know what your guys' favorite episode or episodes, we don't have to stick with just one. What are they? What really sticks out in your mind? Meg, how about you start us off? I have to say, and like I, what I said before is I hate listening to myself back, but the only episode (laughs) that I like really listened back to multiple times is the wedding episode with Mimi G. I mean, that was so fun. So fun. And even like Julian listened to my parents. It's like the only episode I think my parents have even listened to. (laughs) And that was just such a fun episode. And that's definitely my favorite. It was just, yeah, it was really fun. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's sweet. Mm -hmm. What about about you, Kate? 
Oh, oh, you're throwing it back at me. <laughs> yes, I did. Um, you know, the ones that really stick out in my head, this is this is so funny to me, but our our trend episodes. Um all oh. of them. The the fall and spring trend episodes that we generally do every year. You know, the first time we did one of those, I was like, oh, God, I'm so not into trends. And I looked at all of the things that Meg had sent and I'm like, God, I hate all of these things. And I just actually love doing those episodes every time I enjoy sitting down and looking at them and with you guys and seeing what appeals to you and why you like it and discussing how we could take, you know, the stuff that we like and even some of the stuff we don't like and make it into something that we could like. And, and just, I don't know. I just have so much fun doing those episodes every time. And I'm real. I, I discovered on this last one, I was really looking forward to it. And I ended up as, as you may recall, I ended up liking all of the things that we did. Um, or I ended up liking a lot of the, the trends. I don't know where mm-hmm. my brain just went right there. Sorry guys. I ended up liking a lot of the trends, but I was excited before I knew it. I mean, I could have hated every single trend for this fall, and I still think I would have enjoyed that episode. I just, I have a lot of fun with those. Oh, that warms my heart that those are your favorite. (laughs) Yeah, I just, I just always look forward to doing them. And I also really liked the body positivity episode. Yeah, that was on my list. Yeah, that was a great one, too. I didn't mean to get onto your list but it was oh no I, that was a hard episode it was hard yeah, that to record. Was. it got really it really got kind of personal and deep in your feelings and stuff but um I really felt like it was just an important topic to talk about and it was it was good to share that with each other mm-hmm. and with our listeners mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree that one was on my list and I I have to say that I have had a similar journey with our trends episodes. Like I didn't, I wasn't really excited about them at first. And now I think they're really Well, now fun. I know you guys are. <laughs> you, you, yeah, you guys, you have brought us, I feel like, and that's, that's an amazing thing is that I feel like through the podcast, we've all in, influenced each other oh, in totally. really mm-hmm. um, interesting and fun ways. But I also, I think that that episode for me is, it's so it points out how we are all so different in our perspectives mm-hmm. and our yeah. approach and what we like. And, um, and I really love that. Even, even if like this past round, I didn't particularly love the trends as much. It's always just fun to like get in there and duke it out and, um, you know, share our, you know, personal feelings about them. Mm-hmm. Um, my other favorite, I was, I was looking back through the list because honestly, I feel like, they these conversations are so fun and kind of effortless at this point. I mean, mm-hmm. effort goes into them, but um, I don't. I don't feel like I remember everything we've talked about. So I right. I went through all of our podcast posts, and I I forgot about the sewing slump um, episode, yes. which is episode yes. eight, way back in the day. Wow, it was probably like early early spring of 2019 and mm-hmm. we were um or wait yeah it was 2019 and it was, it was cold probably and late we were, winter yes exactly late winter yeah we were all kind of um feeling slumpy about sewing so we kind of talked through that and um talked through some ideas to get kind of re-inspired and I don't know I I love that episode I was just listening to it yeah again and thinking because I'm kind of feeling like I'm not in a slump but I'm kind of just 
scatterbrained. Like I don't mm-hmm. know what I'm going to sew next and I don't really have a plan. Um, so it's really good to kind of revisit that episode and remember like this is totally a cyclical thing. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like it's awesome because we usually don't like maybe one of us is in a bit of a slump, but the other two are like busy sewing and excited about what they're sewing next. So we kind of take turns and I feel like we kind of always like bring ourselves out of the slump by, mm-hmm. by talking um, on the podcast. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like for me personally, it's really inspiring. Um, the other thing that happened with that episode is that we got really great feedback from people who said, thank you for talking yeah. about this. And I yeah. think that was one of the first moments when I was like, oh man, like what we talk about means something to people and like mm-hmm. touches people. And I don't know, that was, that was an early moment when I was like, wow, like being on this podcast is fulfilling in a lot of different and unique ways. So uh-huh. that's awesome. Thank you for reminding me about that episode. I had kind so of forgotten good. about it, but, and it's funny cause I'll bring it up too, because I've, this whole summer has been very hard for me and I haven't been mm-hmm. sewing very much. Yeah. And so I've been bringing up the sewing slump a lot, but I kind of forgot about that episode. And, and yeah, I think it's really, it's really, um, a valuable thing to think about. And as a quick reminder for any of our listeners who joined after that very early episode, that was episode eight, if you want to go back and listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm actually going to use that as a segue into the next thing I wanted to talk about. Um, because I think what you said, Amanda, that whenever we record this podcast, I don't think there's anything like this podcast in my life that inspires me so much. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, you know, y'all know I'm bad at Instagram. I kind of scroll through and it's fine, but I, you know, it's Instagram is not my huge source of inspiration. Most of the time, most of the time sitting here and talking with you guys about prints and patterns and different types of clothing and everything that's what, and, and trends. Oh my gosh. That's, that's what helps me find my inspiration when I'm missing it. Um, And that's something that has really changed the way I function in my sewing practice because of this podcast. So um, I want to check in and see if the podcast has changed any of your sewing practices, Amanda. Um, I'm trying to think about sewing practices. The changes that I've really noticed over time are kind of more personal. And I think that's that's surprising to me because yes, doing this podcast is part of our jobs, but we pour a lot into it and mm-hmm. we get a lot out on a really personal level. Yes. So um, the way my sewing has changed has probably been, I, I think I've actually slowed down a little bit um, <laughs> over the, the two <laughs> years. Um may, And maybe I'm feel more scattered because I'm always talking to you about great ideas. And I'm like, oh, well, maybe I should make that instead. But all of those things I think are good things. Um, I feel like over the two years of doing this, um, I've gotten a lot more confident in my communication and just on the podcast, less afraid of making mistakes. But I also feel like in other areas of my life, I've um, become a better communicator. And um, that's a really interesting thing. Um, yeah, I, I feel like that's probably been the biggest impact. Um, you know, having the moment to 
put to words a lot of things that I'm just constantly kicking around in my head too. Like <laughs> all the all the like deep thoughts I have about sewing, I get to talk about them with you too. Um, and I I don't know. I feel like I feel like I'm still. I, I was listening to that um, first episode when we were giving our introductions, and I pretty I feel like I've really delivered on my indie sewing with a slightly crunchy spin promise so (laughs) in that way I've been very consistent (laughs) yeah well kind of speaking of that's kind of like what's changed in my sewing practice like pretty much like before I uh you know there's been lots of you know changes within the you know um where you know we've worked and different things happening Mm -hmm. and um I was kind of really more associated with Berta when we started and through this podcast, I've been introduced to so many, like the indie sewing pattern world. Like that's kind of the biggest change. Yeah. Like I really have only started sewing with indie patterns since this podcast. Like, um, you know, asking you guys questions, like what have you, you, what are you sewing, getting so many ideas and having indie designers on and just like kind of that whole world. So that's been my huge, um, huge sewing practice thing. And going back to another favorite episode is, you know, um, uh, the great sewing pattern debate. That was a really mm-hmm. fun one too. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of discussing, you know, indie big four, you know, paper, you know, those key things and how, like, if I were to record that podcast, maybe now re-record it, maybe some things would change, you know, with different experiences and mm-hmm. stuff. So that's really what's changed for me. Well, I'm going to throw in a couple extra things of my own because I feel like I feel like in a lot of ways, this podcast really has affected how I sew. And one of them is um, that I have tried out so many things that I don't think I ever would have done. Uh Like I actually sewed a jumpsuit. Um, I've worn it once. (gasps) (laughs) I I like the way it looks, but it's just a little too hard to wiggle my arms out of it when I need to use the bathroom. And so I haven't (laughs) worn it since. Um, but I feel like, I feel like you, you two kind of encourage me to stretch my, stretch my preferences and look at new things and change up what I'm doing and consider things that I would just naturally dismiss without thinking about it. Um, and I really, I really love that. Um, I feel like I've become a better sewer because of it. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to mention is Meg, you know, as you said, you, you were mostly working with Berta before you started this podcast and Uh because you did that and because you're in Canada, we didn't really work with you very much. That's right. Yeah. I barely knew you before we started this podcast. (laughs) And now, you know, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to tell Meg about this thing that I did over the weekend. I I think that, I think it's, it's kind of cool. I, I mean, I consider you a friend and I think it's really neat that we've gotten to that point now. Yeah, that's so true. Uh, Especially for me, like I've always worked, like it's not even just this pandemic. I've always worked from home, Mm -hmm. you know, for many years. And so not just like talking about sewing and talking to like sewing friends as opposed to like meeting talk, which is just different. So this has just been such a light in my week and uh, for sure. And now, yeah, when I come visit, like we're all, you know, going out and so hopefully I can visit again soon. (laughs) Yeah. Traveling. We need some margaritas. Yeah, oh, so we, we definitely need some margaritas <laughs> together. But oh, yeah, that's so sweet that you brought that up. Yeah, I, I totally very true. Uh, feel that mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Yeah, I have to. I feel like 
I I need to credit Meg with like making me sew a jumpsuit. They've become from one of like my favorite ah! things to sew now. I feel like yeah, like definitely more experimental with because mm-hmm. I I mean I'm still super An animal practical. prints too. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'm I'm maybe you know I was so practical and I I do love that about sewing, but I I feel like it is nice to take a break yeah. from that and do just because projects. And then you have, and- you made me like uh, my elastic waist pant. Like I would have never like <laughs> go- I've gone a bit more crunchy, one hundred percent. Like more pra- like oh, come on yeah, over. It's, it's so cool how you we can just like you know take little bits of, right. of everybody. It's so cool. Like yeah, oh. definitely. And Amanda's uh, um, love of hacking, I think, too has kind of made yes. me feel more comfortable with uh, just messing with this line, messing with just that, messing line. around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So and learning yeah. about Kate's like theater back, like it's just so interesting. Like her, it is. like it's, uh, it's just so interesting. Um, all of you know how you even started not even sewing for yourself. I was like, what? Is <laughs> I <crazy>? know. <laughs> it's really weird when I think about that because I, I do yeah. so ex- pretty much exclusively for myself, and I. It's so funny to think I spent so many years sewing exclusively for everybody but myself. Wow. Yeah, that is crazy. I think we make a pretty good team, and I think we uh, yes. <laughs> we make a pretty good podcast, if you ask me. Yeah, we me. do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's take a quick break, and then let's come back and do uh, one of our favorites that we didn't mention, which is games. <gasps> yes, <Yay>! games. <laughs> Over the last 50 episodes, we have had so much fun developing and playing little sewing word and chance games. So naturally, we have to bring them back for this special anniversary episode. If each host wants, and I I think we all want to, we can roll for a future project mate out of our comfort zones with the sew your roll roll charts. (laughs) And then the bowls come out to play. The bowls. The bowls. It just, yeah. Yeah, I love it. I definitely want to do So Your Roll again. I I was so excited to launch this hashtag and this whole initiative. And then the pandemic hit like four days later. And wow, people weren't paying attention to it. So uh, maybe now, I I mean, not like they had to pay attention to it, you know, but yeah, I I thought it was so cool and so much fun and, and it really kind of got lost. So um, hopefully we can get it found again. Can um, I share a really funny side story before we jump in? Yeah. Um, I was part of a group that launched a skating and sewing <gasps> hashtag challenge. Oh, I love and that. we were discussing it in the group and it was we we looked and of course, so your role was already taken. So we had to come <laughs> up with something different. That was like oh, that's oops. Funny. That was me. <laughs> you did tell them? Yes, our challenge was so and roll, which was perfect. Oh, yes. But I just thought it was funny that that it came back around. That's that's funny. That's yeah. awesome. like, oh, do you know what would be a great name? So your roll. And I mean it's like, um Oops. Sorry. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> You should each do a so your roll for like a skater outfit. That would be fun. Ooh, I'll do a skater outfit. Yeah, so th- this could be like an I'm gonna do a golf outfit. Yes, that's such yes. a good idea. Yeah. I actually just um, – I had this like – I was going through my clothes and I had this old like kind of white sweatshirt and it was just kind of boring. I, I was going to get rid of it but then I like cropped it and then I decided to look um, on my machine if there was any golf uh, 
embroideries. And so I just did like a little golf. Mom I saw I, that in your stories. Yeah. so cute. Just, I'm going golfing this weekend, so I need some. I just want to make all the golf outfits. I know. Um, <laughs> Kate, can you please make sure I get neon pink as part of my <gasps> oh, So Your Old Challenge? Um, I will do my best. Please. Thank um, you. Because I, I have my... some fabric. <laughs> yeah, she. That's, I don't. I don't have my charts up, so um, I'm depending on somebody else to. Uh, I have actually them up. I have them say, up. Okay, great. So yeah. uh, I'm just gonna roll and tell you what the numbers are, and then we'll have okay. to see if Let's Meg is going go to first. lie for the for the pink. No, I won't. Li- no, I won't lie. <laughs> Let's set it up again. So basically, we've got oh, our yes, right. three charts, <laughs> and we are going to roll three times. And what are the different categories? I, for, I forget. The first role is what color your uh, project is going to be. The second is what kind of shade it is. So is it going to be like a pastel, a bright, you know, a neon, a mute? So the, this, I think this was part of our color episode. We developed this. Um, so it's cut the shade of the color. And then the third one is uh, a detail it needs to have. So it could be like, you know, a pocket, needs to have buttons, you know, those are the three roles. Yep. All right. Well, I see Amanda just uh, typed her initials on our uh, running document. So I guess she's going first. Yeah. I was, I'm taking notes. (laughs) All right. Come on, hot pink. Come on, hot pink. It's like the only time that has ever come out of my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Uh, Five. Black. Black. I can do that. I yeah. know. No problem. Okay. Okay, now here's the problem. is shade for black, as I discovered, is hard. Yes. One. Bright. Bright. Bright black. That's what I got. I got bright black. You got? Are you, that's oh, what you I got You had buttons, time. too. You had buttons. Yes. So. I had bright black <gasps> and buttons. Oh, okay. All right. And six. Isn't six <gasps> Oh, my God. That is buttons. Oh my god, that's weird. <laughs> Are you serious? Do you want something have... different, Amanda? Do we want to do it sure. again? Because you got my exact sure. same role. But I also, like, that can is... we get some spooky Halloween music that right is... there? I know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Are you serious? That's yes, that easy. is literally what I rolled. Will someone I can't do believe- the math? And figure out how many possible combinations there are because there are like oh a bazillion, right? Like they each have 12 options. They each have 12 each- options. <laughs> yes. That is spooky. That is Seriously. super spooky. All right. We're going to do okay. it again and see what we get. Because we already made a, yeah, a black bright with yeah, buttons. I, I mean, like, weird, it, and it's y'all. not going to be better than my pirate shirt. Come on. It won't. <laughs> I don't have any pirate fabric. <laughs> so <laughs> okay, I so, can't get over how spooky that was. Woo! Okay, let's. <laughs> okay, new roll. Try again. Three, three, white. Yeah, black then white. Of course. Of All course. right, your white is six. A print, white print. Oof. All right, and your detail is six again. Buttons. Buttons. Oh, All right. They really want you to use buttons. The, spe- the yeah. sewing spirits. Well, <laughs> the sewing you said spirits. that you have been on a button kick lately, It's right? true. I have like so many good vintage buttons to use. I was just trying to think like how could I – buttons don't seem super like active wear to me. So how can I make yeah. that skate friendly? 
Mm, I don't think they have to be active buttons. I don't. I mean, okay. I don't think mm-hmm. they have to be like yeah, buttons no. that work. Um, they can just be I'm decorative thinking, buttons. Yeah. Do you know what they could do if it was like a skating like pair of shorts or uh, something? It could be even like a stretch band. Like you could make it tighter. Like there would be different buttons on the waistband, and then if you stretch it more, like it could be kind of like a functional cute button or something. I don't know. Okay. Like on a waistband detail. I think you can make or... it work. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got buttons would... last time too. Wow. We've all had buttons once. Wow. Yes. That's I'm, crazy. I'm, I'm giving I'm crazy. giving this die a little side look because I think it rolled six both times. So I'm setting it aside to think about what it's done. I don't want that dice. <laughs> <laughs> I have like a special green one that Kate rolls for me. <laughs> okay. That's the green one. Are you going next, Meg, or you want me to go next? You go you go next, Kate. Okay. You go. All okay. right. So my color. Four. Purple? Oh, oh I yeah. like purple. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Unlike you guys who who uh, were not pleased when you rolled purple. Yeah. I think we I actually cut purple. those because you were so yeah. unpleased with <laughs> your color. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> and an entirely different die just rolled a six. So that's a print, right? Six print. Yeah. Wow. Purple print. That's okay. Heck, I'm wearing a purple print right now. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> and my detail... No, I am not taking buttons. Roll me something else. Seven. It did. It rolled a six. But seven. Seven is the number I'm getting. A bow. Bow. A bow. Oh, that could be cute. That could be cute. Purple print with a bow. I can make that work. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Meg, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, green die. Don't roll too many sixes. (laughs) I don't know what it is with sixes today. Oh, yeah. Eight. Oh my gosh, it's green. Is it green again? It is. What? Do you want to do something different because you did green last time? Yeah, what is actually happening? This is so crazy. (laughs) Okay, roll again. Roll again, okay. Okay, So is this a different color? Yeah, out of your color. I've not already done green. Seven. Oh, it's like a baby blue. Well, it's any kind of. It's blue. like a. It's like turquoise. Yeah, but oh, okay. six six is like a like oh no six is navy seven is blue right yeah they're like, so it's blue. Okay. Okay, I can. Uh, okay, I can do blue. Blue looks good with green. I can do it's blue. fine. Yeah. Okay. It's fine. I'll be fine. Next twelve. <laughs> I think that's the first time I rolled a twelve. Oh, it's a pick your own shade. Oh, nice. Oh, it's, a, it's like a free spot. Oh, nice. Ooh, I think I'm gonna do. It depends on what I find, but um, I think I'm going to do sheer. Sheer blue? Like an overlayer of, like a sheer blue. Like okay. Make it into something. All right. I think I'm going to do sheer. All right. And okay. your final, your detail. Oh, okay. Is nine. A lace insert. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to get creative. Yes, you are. I love that. Okay. I know. I like a chat. Like I wanted to do this again because the first one was so not a challenge yeah. for me. I got green, right. like neutral with button. I just like made a shirt I probably would have made anyway. So this is actually mm-hmm. like I wanted like a challenge. So this is perfect. So blue, sheer with a lace insert. Ooh, that sounds romantical. Okay. I know. <laughs> okay, this is I. This is what I need. I need a challenge. Okay, this is perfect. 
Awesome. Well, that was fun. <laughs> that was fun. All right. We've all got a new challenge. Do, do we have a due date on this one or? Um, let's just say the end of the year. Okay. How about that? I, th- I, like I think that. I could probably, probably pull that off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I've, I, yeah. It's mostly just, I don't, I don't think I have any purple print in my stash. So we'll see. You could just put a bow on the shirt you're wearing. I know, right? I was thinking that. I was like, stitch a little bow right here and I'm done. Oh, I love That's so much fun that I just, if, yeah, it's, when you're in a sewing rut or you just want to try something new, I feel like I've just been sewing the same thing in quarantine. Mm-hmm. Like, the, so this is, this is good. I'll have to good. dig through my stash. But, yeah, and it gives me something different to shop for. Like, it gives me a whole other, like, section you know when you just go to your fabrics that you just keep this your, your same sections of the store what you always buy like I would mm-hmm. never ever buy a blue fabric <laughs> so I'm excited <laughs> to you never know it all yeah. oh okay this is good but well and blue has okay. so many good shades too yes yeah I mean does it have to be for me because Julian's favorite color is blue does he need I a lace think... inset? I think he does need a lace <laughs> inset. <laughs> the funny thing is, is he would probably like it. He's so funny. I just, yeah. I'm so happy to like be uh, my husband. He will wear anything. He loves pink and he loves wearing floor. Like he will like literally wear anything. So I can put anything on him and he'll wear it. That's awesome. <laughs> so we'll see. <laughs> Okay, so now we have our bowl game. So I have a mix of options from past bowl games, and I have three in front of me. One bowl is where you are going to be wearing your garments, hypothetically, obviously. And then one bowl is a special feature of the garment, like a technique or something it has on it. Um, And then we have, and then the other one is the fabric. So it could be like a print or a color. And then we have to say what we would make. So where we're going, a characteristic of of the fabric or mm-hmm. the garment, and then the color or, or print it is. Okay. Okay. Whew. Yes. Me too. Okay. I was going to do it. Like, do you want to do reveal where we're wearing it first or last? I forgot what we did last time. I think we did it first last time maybe okay. I can't let's, remember I think we did it first let's do it last last time so we know what we're gonna make and then we'll reveal where we're gonna wear it okay <laughs> okay so who wants to go for it we'll do Amanda first we'll do the same um as we same order in yeah in order okay I think I'm so, ready okay so this is the color black and white stripe oh, oh which yeah. Amanda is actually just, wearing right now which, which um, what there's something about this 50th episode it's all like so magical it's magical wow like amanda's literally wearing black and white stripes right now okay black and white stripes (laughs) okay let's see ruffled amanda's not wearing ruffles right now she's not wearing i don't usually (laughs) and you are going to be wearing it to a haunted house. Oh my gosh. I am going to make a Beetlejuice jacket with a ruffle. Yes, you are. <laughs> totally. Oh, it's that's so perfect. cute. I mean, that's perfect. Just done. Like, it was pretty much yeah. done for me. Yeah. Peplum that's great. Beetlejuice jacket. Oh, awesome. That's such a good okay. movie. I love that. 
Okay. All right, Kate, you ready? I'm ready. I'm not okay, going to get so- as good a thing as this. That was that easy. That was perfect. Okay, so purple and silver polka dot. Okay. I Yay. actually love it. I know. It's perfect. The bowls know, guys. Yes, they do. Okay. And the feature. All the top stitching needs to be decorative top stitching. <laughs> All right. You got this. Yeah. I got this. And then you are going to you're going to be wearing it too. You're going to be wearing it on a safari. On <laughs> uh, no, a safari. Okay. Okay. Uh, no, that's fine because it's my my very um, classic uh, safari blouse, right? Oh. Um. Y- you know the with the pockets and all of that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. The the fabric for the record is kind of a dusty purple, and then mm-hmm. the polka dots are the silver. And yep. so it's it's kind of on the lighter side. And so then all of my top stitching is going to be in like a darker purple um, in the same Ooh, kind of pretty. shade. So it, oh, that so would be it, you pretty. Know, kind of emphasizes all of that. Um, and then I'm going to make sure that I have a little safari hat that is silver like my <gasps> Oh, that would be oh so my cute. Gosh. I feel like you're going to be like super stylish Dora the <laughs> Explorer. <gonna> be- <laughs> <laughs> the most stylish door they explore. And the tigers binoculars. are gonna love me, and I'm gonna make <laughs> friends with them. And then I'm going to cuddle them and take them home. With- Wait, no, tame them. Yes. It's gonna be amazing. It is. It, this is the season two of Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger Queen. Tiger Sorry, Queen. <laughs> what shape are your decorative stitches? Um, are they like swirlies or? floral or just more dots i think they're i think they're pretty actually i think they're pretty standard um i think they're pretty standard straight stitches but like maybe like a triple stitch so they're kind of like a bean stitch so oh, they're like oh that would be cute yeah okay. so they like some, stand up you gotta have some machine embroidery on there like silver tiger come on yeah I don't know if the polka dots and the and the silver tiger would really. I suppose I could do the pockets in a coordinating solid, and then put the tiger on. Yeah. Oh, that would there. be cute. Um, maybe you. a zebra on the other one. So maybe like Ooh. tiger on one pocket, zebra on the other pocket, and definitely some like abalone shell buttons for the buttons you can, and the pockets and stuff. You can I borrow some black and white stripe scraps from the beetle tooth <laughs> Exactly. For your zebra. <laughs> for my zebra. Okay. And uh and and uh, just because I had to uh, just because I had to, the shorts will be um the uh, you know it's kind of silvery gray. Yep. To match oh, the dots. perfect. I see yeah. it. I can see it all. You would look so good in that. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I'd look horrible. Yeah, you would. You would. But you I would. love it. <laughs> yeah. Like, those are your colors. Like, I think that would be really pretty on you. Okay. Okay. And I love a silver hat. Okay. I actually <laughs> have silver a silver ba- hat. Yeah, I have a silver bag that I've been using uh, lately. It's really cute. Okay. Okay. So, mine is brown. Okay. Okay, brown. And it needs to have five zippers. Oh, jeez. 
<laughs> but you know, oh my gosh. but now now I'm seeing a leather moto jacket. I'm seeing moto <gasps> jacket too. A brown. Le- okay, where am I wearing this too? Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, where am I wearing this too? <gasps> a steak dinner with Ryan Gosling. <laughs> <laughs> So specific. <laughs> I know. When but I was writing these, so I was like, dramatically, I like, it's like she didn't write exactly. it exactly. I, I was. That was like the last one that I threw it. I was just watching something with him in it last night, and we had the steak, and I was like, <laughs> Oh my god, where would you go? Oh my gosh, wow. So definitely like a chic. Oh, what if it was like. Yeah, no, it was. It's gonna be like a leather, a brown leather jacket with like lots of gold zippers, like a zipper mm. on the, um, on like the front, like zippered pockets, like zippers on the sleeve. Um, oh, it would be like really, fit. and it would have like some quilting. Out. Like I love when they have a quilted, built-up shoulder, mm-hmm. maybe some mm-hmm. studs. So definitely. Oh my gosh. Question: Could you do like a long moto jacket? Oh, yes. You know, oh, like something like yeah. a little bit more drama and like extra. Like a moto trench coat. Exactly. <gasps> Is, does yes. that exist? The, I mean, that's why we sew. Now. Because we make things <laughs> it can. that don't exist. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That would be – and I could still have all the – I could ha- it could be moto top, trench bottom. It could be like a, uh, a moto jacket tr- dress with a belted – so it kind of oh my flare gosh. at yeah, and then the pockets so like below. You could even have like side pocket, like angled zippered pockets with gold. Oh my gosh, that would be so many and, like, zippers. A really beautiful, like a buttery brown leather. Yeah, I like the idea of doing um, some zippers like up the side seam too, mm-hmm. so that you can have that Ooh. that oh, so you can like unzip them from the bottom, so that you've got like extra floppy, not floppy, yeah. but you know, flare and drama and movement. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I hope that these come true. <laughs> these, these situations. I mean, you, you never know, know, Amanda could go to a haunted house. I could. <laughs> this just I could. I could you, go. You know, I have to tell you, if I uh took my if I took my safari shirt and um put a bow on it, it would also be my sewer roll. <gasps> so oh. <laughs> this is double so... duty. I love it. So crazy. It is wow. crazy. Super crazy. All right. Well, after that, I mean, I feel like I already know what my sewing mojo is yes. for the next little bit. Um, but let's let's do go around and talk about what is giving you your sewing inspiration this week. Kate, why don't you start? Okay, so I actually am. I'm really excited about this. Um, I, I know that earlier in the year I had talked about I was trying to clean out my sewing room, but um, I really, really got inspired to really jump on that project, um, which had been kind of sitting half done um, a couple of weekends ago. And so my my husband helped me out a little bit with a certain with certain parts of the room, and I cleaned out my sewing room. I threw away some scraps that I'll never use and found a place to put everything else. We put up some more shelves. I organized this funny little lip that I have around the edge of my 
room where I tend to keep things, and we took out the nasty, nasty fluorescent lights that used to be in my room and put in these beautiful LED panels. I don't know if you guys can tell that my light is a whole heck heck of a lot better in here than it ever has been before, but it is. And so now I've got a clean room with fantastic light, and I am so excited to work on some stuff in here. That is awesome and highly mm-hmm. inspiring because yeah, I am in my sewing room and it is just a, it's a hot mess. <laughs> Mine was a pretty hot mess before, but uh, yeah, yeah, we, we, oh, we just, we just did such a wonderful job and it looks so That's good awesome. and I'm so happy in here. There's nothing better than like, a it really, like, it's true. It's, it's so great to just start a new project in like a fresh space. Also, the uh, LED panels are on dimmer switches. So if I want to get a glass of wine and turn down the lights and just sit in a dim room and sip wine, I can. Bonus. While sewing. (laughs) I love doing that. (laughs) What about you, Meg? I'm still working on my um, wrap dress, but that'll be done. Once I stop recording today, as we established earlier, but um, my lime green Zadie, that's on my next to-do list. And I have a a very strong feeling that once I sew it up and wear it, I'm going to be cutting another one right away. So I'm not even like putting the pattern away. Like I'm not even filing it away because I just know that it's going to be so great. And it's like lime green. So we'll have to see if I can even top it with another one. So I'm really excited to sew that one up. Remind me, are you doing long sleeves? Yes, I'm doing that long one, pants and long sleeves. It's yeah. going to be, oh yeah, so Yeah, good. I'm super I feel excited. Like that one is like definitely not, don't put the pattern away. You're going to want to make more <laughs> and more. And there's so many ways, there's some really surprising ways to hack it. I feel like oh. jumpsuits are kind of harder to hack, but I've seen some really good, I mean, you can gather the sleeves at the yes. end, you can do, you can do all kinds of things. Yeah, just real quick. I have, um, speaking of what you said, like uh, Tetris and all that, I didn't have enough to cut the bias strips to finish. the. I cut everything, but the, like those, because bias strips take up so, so much. much and mm-hmm. I like, I could, I was cutting it so close. And so I, I was like, do I have the belt or the bias? And so I need to figure out another way. Maybe I can just go buy some like other lime green fabric that's just as close or like could I turn it and stitch it or yeah do you do you have any fabric left at all I, I have I, it was like cutting it no so close mm. I have zero fabric left I don't know I mean I love the belt but could you figure out a way to not have a belt like if it had hmm. a button or some uh, kind of I something I would like the belts yeah I don't know I mean how do you feel about a little a little bit of contrast. I don't know. I'll need to think about it. I just think mm-hmm. so. Like, has anyone made it where you just stitch the opening? Like, you just serge it and then, like, turn and top stitch instead of using the bias finish? Or is that, like... Oh, you know what? I was thinking you were thinking about ties. For the bias finish... Oh, no, I have no, no, seen no. people do create... Um, draft a simple facing. Oh, I could mm-hmm. do maybe a facing. Yeah. And then I could do like a con, maybe like a contrasting that you don't see it, but yeah. when I open it, it's a mm-hmm. little. Yeah. You know what? That's what I'll do a facing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, just just be aware that the 
as the as the pattern sit like the basic pattern construction yeah. um there's no seam allowance taken out because the <gasps> right because the bias right, goes right. straight on the top and Ooh. then and so so if you do turn it back or draft a facing you are going it's to be, be a little bit more open yeah, you're going to be reducing the seam allowance, the the neck by, I don't know, I think it's like three eighths of an inch or something. Um, so just okay. be aware that that that'll happen. But I don't think it's like it's not that risque at top. It's no, it's, it's not kind of. I and like I, it, I went, yeah, yeah, and I went for the. I was in between size, and I went with the bigger size. So mm -hmm, maybe perfect. that'll okay. Maybe I'll just try that. Mm -hmm. Oh, I I was gonna say you might just oh. want to pin pin out the the edges and just kind of check where they hang to make sure you're not like getting too wide a be, but I mean, yeah. it's a wrap. It should be fine. Yeah. And you could, I could just put a snap on there. I've done that totally. too before with, okay, no, I just wanted to see. Um, and I'm sure there's so many Zadie sewer uh, listeners oh, yeah. to him. Such, oh, I can't wait to sew the pattern. It's going to be yes. so good. Yeah. Yeah, so that's my sojo. Lime awesome. green Zadie jumpsuit. How about you, Amanda? Well, you know, my I usually have something really specific that is my sojo, but as I have mentioned like 42 times already today, I feel like I'm kind of all, right, all over the place in terms of planning and what I want to sew next. Yep. I've got some things cut out and then I let them sit and I just feel all over the place. But I just finished up um, in Ilford jacket which is a pattern by Ooh. friday pattern company and it's a chore coat um that is long there's a longer version and i added even more length to it so it's kind of like a chore trench jacket looking thing <laughs> and i <laughs> i love it so much and i as i was making it i was like wow, this, the denim and the chore coat just kind of feels like a little bit like a farm jacket. Like it feels, it has that workwear vibe, but something about the length and how it hangs, it's like ended up being really chic in a way that I love. And I just, it's like so surprising that, that it just kind of made me fall in love with sewing all over again to just, you like, you think about the various elements and then they just always come together in ways that surprise you. Um, but it is really, it's a fun coat. I love it. And I'm going to make one next for my hubby. Although I think he doesn't, he doesn't need a chore trench coat in his life. So we're just going to go with the basic um, <laughs> chore coat length for him. But cool. super fun pattern. Um, just like so like delightfully surprising results. Which oh, I love. Check it out. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's I I love it. I think it's great. It's just more about the like after all these years, sewing can still surprise you, you know, mm -hmm. which is pretty amazing. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, thanks for sharing, you guys. Um, let's do hop over into sew and tell. Last episode, we asked how do you bring the kids in your life into your sewing practice, and we got some really great responses. Uh -huh. So I'll, I'm going to kick us off. Um, at Kim Migo said, I've had my daughter choose fabric if it's something I will sew for her. I tell her what steps I take and she can sit on my lap while I sew a few stitches. She's seen the parts of the sewing machine and knows the needle is sharp. She just turned four and she thinks I can sew anything. Oh. I'm barely able to sew in a straight line, but I love her confidence in me. Oh, that is, that is so, so cute. cute. Um, oh. My son is just, I don't know. We, we trade, we practice 
giving each other compliments in my family a lot. And he is just, he is forever says, mom, you're the best sewer in the world. (laughs) So that quote really spoke to me. Oh, that is so cute. Yep. That's adorable. I need to train Julian to tell me that. (laughs) I know. I'm like, not really at all, but thank you. It means a lot. It does. Oh, that is so sweet. I feel like reading these answers, I just want kids. (laughs) Yeah, you do. (laughs) So um, we also heard from Ricky Sows, who said, I got to teach my nine-year-old niece how to use a sewing machine while at Christmas, and then again when visiting over the summer. The first time, we made a hair scrunchie, and the second time, I got her to help finish sewing headbands for her and her younger sister, and brought some scraps for her to practice on. I made them both matching t-shirt dresses. My oldest son, who is six, likes to watch me sew sometimes and is fascinated by the sewing machine. A few weeks ago, I let him sit with me and showed him some basics. I oh, love that. That's great. We're yeah. going to have a dude who sews. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got to work on that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. We had another comment from Don Sews. Um, they said, I tried to interest my children in sewing when they were little. They really didn't want to. <laughs> However, my youngest granddaughter, three and a half, is fascinated by it. One day she insisted we needed to make her some pants. Right then, <laughs> she sat on my lap and helped me through all but the hemming and the hemming of a simple pair of leggings. She did it on her own size. She did her own size check as soon as they looked like pants. It was delightful. Aw. That's so cute. That's so- and I do, I do wonder, um, we talked about this a little bit in that episode. I've been thinking more about sewing, potentially skipping a generation. Cause I just, yes. I hear from a lot of people, you know, I don't yep. know if it's the, like, it's that when you would be teaching them how to sew, yep. they might be teenagers and not be interested in what you're interested mm-hmm. in, yep. um, just cause you're their parent. So I don't know. I was thinking about that. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's sort of a philosophy too, like I don't need to learn how to do this. My mom can do this for me. It's true. Um, and then you get to, well, this is a cool thing that grandma does, and I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think my, what my mom told me, like it's kind of almost like not not really. It's a, but trauma from wearing all you know all the kids had you know, new dresses, but I always had to wear, I, mom always put me in, you know, the, the handmade dress yes. and I could never have anything new. I, my mom had to make me everything. And so it was kind of, I think some rebellion on my totally. mom's half, like totally. not taking on sewing herself. And then, you know, just the interest like is just still there. And so I think that's kind so of what she shared with did me. Did your grandma sew, Meg? Yeah, my grandmother sewed. Yes. I don't know if yeah. I knew that. Oh I'm no. Sh- I'm yeah. sure you've shared it, but I think I just yeah. I missed it. Mm-hmm. But that's she, cool. yeah. But when I was learning how to sew, um, it she, yeah, she, so she didn't teach me, but because she kind of got out of sewing then, mm-hmm. she sewed when she was younger. But I have her sewing. I have actually both of my grandmothers sewed, and I have both of their sewing machines. Um, but you know, they were uh, my other my dad's uh, mom kind of lived out of town, and my dad's the youngest of twelve children, so she has tons of grandchildren. Wow. So wow. you know. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't take the time, you know, for me. Uh, yeah. But you but, got the uh, sewing machine. I got the sewing machine. I'm actually looking at it right now. It's my makeup. T- it's like that old singer, you know, yeah. the, the iron and mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. you know what I learned the other day? My dad told me that when he went to college, his mother sewed him a whole bunch of button down shirts for him to wear to college. 
she he said that must have been very hard for her that must have been very difficult for her and I was like I mean once you've done it two times it's not Mm -hmm. hard anymore Mm -hmm. but uh yeah we kind of had an interesting discussion because uh she was she was a a very very cool woman my my uh, grandfather owned a um, hardware store and she did like all of the bookkeeping and stuff for that so and helped out at the store a lot so she was kind of a businesswoman in her own way though I don't know that she would have thought of herself that way so I had never really heard much about her sewing but uh, apparently she did some so cool so maybe maybe there is some something yeah. to that mm-hmm. maybe there is maybe. anyway that was it was such a nice little conversation that we had and that the community had around that that was really Mm -hmm. definitely kind of um made me want to get in gear and try to help ruby out with her with her (laughs) sewing skills um (laughs) this week we want to know has sew and tell changed your sewing practice at all and if so how so let us know that's oh man i feel like like i know i'm gonna cry (laughs) I, yeah, I, I, I'm usually the one who writes the uh, the sew and tell questions. And so I was like, is this too, like, all about us? Like, yeah. is this too focused on us? And if it is, you know, let us know and we'll apologize yeah, sure. for it next next time. But, um, you know, it, it did. It has changed my sewing practice. And, oh, yeah. you know, I think Same. we'd like I mean, we'd like to believe that it's, you know, helped you guys learn some things or um, embrace some things or discover some things so if it has Mm -hmm. we'd love to hear about it and amanda will cry yes probably so touching yeah and being as a um podcast listener myself i know how other podcasts that i really like affect my life too Mm -hmm. you know i listen to so many other podcasts and it's what i do well i sew and they always have effects on on me and stuff so yeah it's just sometimes good to good to know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So let us know on Instagram um, or on the show notes page, or you can always email us, but also be on the lookout for some giveaway awesomeness on our IG feed. We are going to have a whole week of giveaways and all kinds of fun things to celebrate our 50th episode. So thank you for being a part of that. Yeah. Time to, time to give back. Definitely. Mm -hmm. And um, I also want to jump in real quick. It is now October, so it is now officially Pants Month. Pants Month. And um, this this month and next month, uh, So Daily is running a... um, so along for our Como culottes, which are full length, wide leg pants um, that are really great for fall and spring, but especially fall right now. Um, and I did the sewing along for this one. And so you can um, get that for free through the end of uh, November. Just sign up and you can watch me sew it and you can watch me mess it up like epically and have to have them put um disclaimers on the <laughs> on the screen to say Kate sewed this wrong don't do it this way do it the other way um which uh is incredibly embarrassing but totally happened I was filming multiple sew alongs that day and I was like I cannot go back and fix this it'll be okay it'll be fine it'll be fine that was not fine I have got to find some way to make that look okay anyway it's actually a really good sew along and it's a really good pattern I tried mine on yesterday um they are amazing 
and um, just They're ignore so this cute. one thing about the pocket, and everything else will go. Together It'll be okay. Beautifully. It'll, It'll be, be okay. fine. It, it's like a basic pocket thing. You'll laugh because I really should have known better. But other than that, and you get the you get the pattern for free. You don't even have to watch me mess it up. Um, so yeah, and, check out yeah. the Como Culottes on So Daily. And we'll just call back to Kate sewing super power. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how I managed to totally fail. Like, apparently these culottes were my to. kryptonite or something. <laughs> pockets. Pockets on screen I mean, are my kryptonite. It, it could have been the the whole um, doing two sew-alongs in a day oh, scenario. Totally. I mean, that totally might have confusing. had, like, a little something oh to do with it. It might Maybe. Just a little bit. Yeah. Well, you guys... That was really, really fun. Yeah. That was always nice. 50 to... episodes of fun. Right. Yeah. It was. Back. Yeah. <laughs> that might have to be our title. <laughs> 50 episodes of fun. Uh, maybe. We'll see. It's not, yeah. you know, I was thinking about it and we did, we've done so many bonus episodes. It's not anything like our actual 50th episode. Yeah. But it's our right 50th eh? numbered episode. So yes. that's all that matters. Oh, thanks so much for tuning in. If this is your first episode, welcome. And if you've been with us from the beginning, thanks so much for sticking around. It's been it's been a journey. It's yeah, been fun. it's been a journey, and we're gonna keep going. And yes. thanks for listening to talk for us to us talk about ourselves for an hour today. Um, uh, yeah, thanks. we'll talk about sewing some more next time. Yes, we will. Yeah, let's right. do another fifty. Another Cheers. fifty. Happy stitching. Yeah. Cheers. Sew and Tell is a Sew Daily podcast and produced by Golden Peak Media. It's hosted and produced by Meg Keeley, Amanda Carestio, and me, Kate Zynard. Daisha Clay is our producer. Director of podcasts is Jared Mayer. Tiffany Warble is director of content. Kelsey Ratterman handles our marketing. And Andrea Lotz does all things digital. If you'd like more information on sponsoring or advertising on Sew and Tell, go to goldenpeakmedia.com.